It would be easy to tell you the story of meeting one of my best friends about how she was a new student in sixth grade and I saw her sitting over a railing, swinging her feet, wearing black and white checkered converse with yellow laces. It would be easy to tell you all about our friend, how our friendship has changed and grown and how we are still best friends today. But that is not the story that I'm going to tell you. This is CCDS Middles recording in the Room 6 Sound Booth, Episode 1, Frenemy. I don't remember meeting her, but I do know that once we became friends, we were inseparable. I think about that word inseparable, and it feels like the right word. So many of my school memories have her in it that I cannot separate her from my childhood, middle school, or high school experiences. She is there in all of them, adding joy and pain. Even the happiest memories come with a twinge of sadness now that we are no longer friends. She was one of the most important people in my life for 15 years, and now it has been almost 15 years since we last spoke. Almost 15 years since I said to her and to myself, this is the end. You have hurt me for the last time. We became friends in fourth grade. I remember laughing so hard my stomach hurt. I remember walking home from school together. I remember playdates and slumber parties. I remember a special path that we wore out between my house and hers, and a tree that marked halfway between her house and mine that we called the friendship tree. We would go to the pool and the park and spend every recess and lunch together. But I remember the bad things too. I remember her taking things from me and making fun of me. I remember leaving my favorite troll dolls at her house and having her cut their hair off and using the hair to decorate her flute case. Side note, who does that? I remember being scared to stand up to her and tell her how upset it made me. I remember my mom telling me that I should not be afraid of a friend, but I was. I was afraid of her judgment. I was afraid of doing the wrong thing and having her make fun of me. One memory sticks out the most. Even at the time it happened, it felt memorable. You know those moments, the ones where even when they are happening, they feel significant somehow. For the sake of this story, you need to know, my last name used to be York. Sometimes people hate their names, but not me. I thought it was great, and I made a big deal out of loving York peppermint patties, and I bought a skater brand called Zoo York whenever I had extra money. So it felt pretty crappy when my friend decided to change my last name to Dork. It didn't, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I didn't even tell her to stop. The less I said about it, the more she called me that. I got used to it, and eventually it didn't really bother me. But it did bother one of our teachers. Mr. Flores was our leadership teacher, and one day he had had enough. He asked both of us to come outside, and he said to her that she needed to stop calling me that. It's negative and mean. She's supposed to be your friend, and you are constantly putting her down. She said, it's just a joke. She thinks it's funny, right? She likes it. I chimed in that it was fine. Funny, just a joke. And Mr. Flores turned to me and said, Mary Jean, don't let people treat you like that. I didn't respond. I didn't know what to say. It took me by so much by surprise. But in that moment, 
I felt truly seen by someone outside of our friend group. It felt like he saw what she was constantly doing to me. But even with his care and concern and noticing, I still couldn't stand up for myself. Later, she talked about how stupid he was and how he didn't get it, and I just laughed too. I didn't have what it took to say, actually, I hate it when you call me that. Stop. That's just one story. The things she did and said are not pleasant for me to remember, to write about, or to talk about. I did a lot of stupid things because she asked me to. I took huge risks, and I took a lot of blame. I stood up for her to so many people saying they just didn't get her or get why I was friends with her. Through high school and college, I was there for her, and to be fair, she was always there for me too. Our friendship ended dramatically, of course. No slow fade for this situation. But that is not a story about middle school, so that is a story for another day. To end, I am an individual. This story is unique to me, and I am the only one who can tell it from my perspective. I am part of a group. Many of you have amazing friends who love and support you, much like the best friends that I still have today. Many of you have friends who hurt you and say really mean things to you, and it's hard to stand up to them. I have a message. I see some of you hurting the friends you love, not realizing the unintentional things you say and do may make scars that can last a lifetime. I see some of you taking this hurt. Stand up to it. What you allow is what will continue. Stand up to them. Change them. If I had taught my best friend that hurting me was not okay all those years ago when this story begins, maybe this story would have ended differently. Size to quit his job.